Network. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of VT Network. I'm your host, Deadman. With me, as always, my two brothers. One of the reasons we can't do this show live is because he does it completely naked, Mr. DJ. No regrets. <laughs> we can't inter- uh, we can't interrupt the the twenty four seven cam you got running under your desk. No, no, you can't. <laughs> That's so disturbing. Like, oh, just imagine like a twenty four seven cam. Like somebody forgets it's on or something. Yeah, yeah, CCTV. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I forgot. I forgot we worked in security together, and my other brother, who goes by the name of the Texas Anaconda, while he wrestles, Mister Mustard himself. How's it going, everybody? New week, new uh, set of Rona cases. Let's do it. New trauma. <laughs> yeah. So, what have you guys been up to? What have you guys been doing? I know what Mustard's been doing, but go ahead and save for the show. Um. I've been playing Alan Wake, and I watched Parasite yesterday. Yeah, I did too. That's pretty cool. Um, that's pretty much it for me. Yeah, it's about time, Dead Man. Well, you're not going to talk about your 3080 adventures? Oh, well, I stayed up all night on launch day, and then all night on Saturday, and then I didn't still know 3080. So, uh, yeah, I cried. So, anyways, moving on. <laughs> yeah, Mustard finally found out just how toxic the PC community can really be. What about you, DJ? Oh man! Well, hold on. Before you go, you know what's funny is that all the bots that bought the cards were actually uh, scripted to counter footwear and shit and makeup. They this is the first time these bots have been in the PC uh, technology thing. Like scalping, this bad at least. I'll but say like, that bad, but not not the first. Yeah, this time, bad, no. this bad, this bad. <laughs> but like the the bot the bot scripts that they used were actually developed for sneakers. Isn't that funny? Yeah, yeah, I know. It's fucking crazy. Uh, All right, they, sorry, they have they have them for uh, they have the bots for Supreme and for Nike. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. 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 So go ahead, DJ. Uh, uh, just going all around town, doing errands and stuff like that. Uh, as far as did you wear your VTN Corona mask? Oh, always. Gotta <laughs> rip it. Oh yes, you know because nothing says sexy than say having VTN all plastered all over the front of your freaking face. You're right. That's true. That's true. So you didn't watch anything, you didn't play anything. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, yeah, uh, of course, play Destiny, trying to level my character up. Ew. Yeah. And uh, what was that? That freaking watch that uh, the Predator movie. Oh, oh yeah, the, the, the latest one from like 2018? Yeah. yeah. How's oh. that? Uh, I... I, it's one of those, I want to like it, but it's way too goofy. Yeah, yeah. It has none of the, none of the seriousness of the first movies. 
You know, or at all when you really think about it. I mean, don't get me wrong, like, the comedy and jokes are actually really top-notch, but the problem is, is that this is a Predator movie, not, like, stand-up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's a big, huge fucking issue with that movie. It's like, dude, you're doing a Predator movie. We're supposed to be scared, not laughing. Uh, you know what I mean? Even the Predator gets in on it. You know, it's like, come on. About the only thing I liked, I liked about the movie was... Uh, was the uh, Predator armor at the end. Oh, yeah, the PED-2 or whatever the fuck it's called. Yeah, I forgot the actual name, name, but that was actually pretty sweet. I want one. I'm good. Honestly, that, that, that I think Shane Black wrote himself into a corner again and had, did not have, like, the, the two brothers that helped him write the first movie and just could not write himself out of that corner. Well, I guess I guess he's going to be happy because I doubt there's going to be another one. Yeah, no, there's, there's, there's a Predator reboot series in the works, but it's not going to contain any of the original writers, actors, stars, nothing. It's going to be a complete from-the-ground workup. Reboot, huh? Yeah, I mean, like I liked Predators, with uh, you know, uh, Machete and all of them, and fucking that was a really good movie. How the fuck did that work? But they couldn't get this one to work. I guess they tried a whole different direction, and it just doesn't work. Honestly, I, I wouldn't mind continuing that timeline, the Predators. Yeah, you know, like oh, I would love to see a second movie of that, or you know, taking the taking the fight to the Predator homeworld. You know. Because I'm like, Xenos, they they have a homeworld. Xenos don't have a homeworld. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, what I liked about that movie was uh, actually showing, like, the more, uh, you know, like, the different philosophies within the, uh, uh, I forgot the name of the actual species, Yatak or something like that. Um, They've never been named. Uh, no, they give them a name later, just that I can't keep forgetting it, because it's, like, the hardly ever named. But basically the predator species, like, you know, the different philosophies and even the tribes. You know, uh, of their species. I mean, I, I, mean, I like that. Um, and honestly, I wouldn't mind seeing, like, you know, a lot of those go up against the xenomorphs. It was, uh, that was a satisfying movie. And then the last one is this, this one's like, ugh. The one, the one they're planning on rebooting the whole series. Uh, the Yautja. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't start with the Y. I just couldn't freaking. Or the Hishkuten. But none of this is ever, none of this is ever, uh, none of this is canon. Yet. Shut up. <laughs> uh, I did watch, I did watch Parasite, um. About time. Yeah, I watched it for the first time yesterday, too. Cinematically speaking, it was really difficult because I knew how much of the special effects had gone into it. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I knew, like, the locations that they were working with, and I knew what's really cool, right? Like, I got it. It was a really good story. It was really cool. It, this is actually, this story's been done before, but on a lower budget, and it was another we're career. Are going to do this now, or are going to wait till the movie section? Well, no, no, we're going to do it now real quick. Uh, this, was a, this was another movie a few years ago, another Korean movie with the exact same premise, just done on a much, much lower budget. And, um, but honestly, like, no shit. Yeah, I saw White One. And, uh, yeah, I get it. I mean, yeah, I should have watched it sooner, but 
you know Academy Award, man. Academy Award. So are we gonna are we gonna talk about the ending though? No, no. Can we can we save that? We're 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 not gonna talk about the ending. Like we're not gonna not? S- yeah, because that's... there's a lot of people that really haven't seen it. That still haven't seen it. But it's past the six week rule, bro. I know, I know. But Parasite it's is true, one of these but... movies that like is people like me. Watch it. Yeah, you yeah, gotta you... watch it, dude. We yeah. can't we can't describe it. No, because I legitimately have problems with it. So. <laughs> I know you do. <laughs> it doesn't make show. any fucking sense, bro. Like it the doesn't make show. any fucking sense at the end. Like, like why? Why? The whole fucking time I'm like, and now you're a criminal. Fuck. Just like that. <laughs> now you're well, okay now. Then. <laughs> Wow. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I like. I... No, you were, you were good, bro. You were good the whole fucking time, and then you, you, you just, you made a split decision, and now you're a criminal. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't know if it was the editing where they let. I don't know if they left something out. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. Like, I don't it just know. seemed like it just seemed like one of those movies where I was just like, okay, that happened. Yeah, it's it's so, okay. It's, that happened. Yeah, you're you're riding in the car and somebody takes a very very sudden left turn at fifty miles an hour. Yeah, and you're just like, okay, that happened. Yeah, what the fuck am I supposed to be learning here? You know, like I'm gonna watch it again, and I'm gonna I have to watch it again. I'm gonna see if maybe we missed something because I, yeah. I I I felt the same as you. I was like, did this just come the fuck out of nowhere? Yeah, dude, I was like, uh, no, it doesn't translate, in my opinion. Like, I get I get that he hurt his feelings, and I get that, like, yeah, he's probably a piece of shit, but, like, did the guy deserve that? Yeah, 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 no. Like, but... you as a person, would you personally react that way? <laughs> of course no. not, dude. You, no, no, would any no. fucking sane person that has logic and rational thinking react the same? No, no. no. That's where I had problems. I was like, dude, no, that's not that's not how it works. So I'm gonna I'm gonna go back and just see if they maybe laid seeds for it, you know what I mean? Yeah, I think they did. But, but, uh, but whole... I didn't see it. I didn't see anything leading but with up the to whole, that. With the whole with the whole uh, scene in the gym where he was like, even if you murder your nation's leader or you fucking help feed your family, like none of it matters. Yeah, that's right there. Boom, <laughs> boom. <laughs> Setting set. <laughs> that was such a that was that was a crumb. You know, leading to a yeah, it was a crumb leading to a baguette. It did not pay off. Yeah, I feel the same way. And then it it was more focused around the fucking rock than anything. Yeah, (sighs) I don't know, man. I had problems with it, but I liked the movie. I liked it. It, it, I did. it, It had, it had like a lot of a lot of important characteristics to take filmmaking to the next level, and that's what I really like. Yeah. Like really fucking cool, but like the I, the writing and the editing think, was just a little weird. The, the the editing was weird. The editing was especially weird. They had such hard cuts in there, yeah, like really really cuts. hard cuts. And I was just yeah. like, damn, that was jarring. Like when they switched to the street, all of a sudden it's just out of fucking nowhere. You're just like, okay, cool scene, cool scene, nice dialogue, street, fuck, okay. Yep. Did I just hit my head? Did I fall? <laughs> like, like, like seriously, there was a couple of points in that movie where I was like, "Did I fucking leave the room?" <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. I've been sitting here on this couch the entire fucking time. <laughs> you're, looking at, you're looking at your girlfriend. You're looking at your friends around you. Did I get up? <laughs> I was here, right? Like, I didn't. I've been here. Okay. I'm not sleep. 
This is the last thing I want to say about it. The scene where they showed the kid and and the the incident that was no. a pretty fucking cool so- shot. <laughs> that was a pretty cool fucking shot. That was a cool shot, and it creeped me out. And I actually moving had a nightmare on, about it. Moving on, moving on. We're not talking about that movie. Starting the show, even. <laughs> God damn it! I look sick. No, but just the shot. Just I know. Cinema, I like know. you know what? I mean? Yeah, yes, just the yes. shot. I was like, oh. oh. Yes, yeah, one of those. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> oh God! It's like you just took a shot of really cheap, cheap vodka. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> oh God! I'll never drink vodka. Yeah, I know what you mean. Anyway, <laughs> so we called it on this fucking show. We were correct. We're the motherfuckers that have the fingers in the pies that need to be fingered. I didn't think about it when I said it, and I said it anyways. Wait, what? Hold on. <laughs> PlayStation Five was PlayStation was waiting for Xbox to do something, and we were called it, and we and I think we even called it. It was going to be literally one week away. One week after Xbox debuted everything, and we were right. The fingers were in the right pies. So now the PS5 has come out with the price point of $499.99, and it's all digital edition of $399.99, and I, 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 don't, I think we lost this, Jen. I think right off, I, I think on based on aesthetics, aesthetics alone, and the price point and the idea that this fucking thing is gigantic. Have you seen the measurements for this thing? Yeah, I have. It's huge, dude. It's 15 inches tall. Yeah, yeah. Fuck. Uh, but uh, we actually won't know who lost. Uh, not yet. Because honestly, dude, honestly, uh, if you look at it, dude, PlayStation uh, pre-orders are actually go are actually through the roof. So much so that orders are not through the roof. They are actually no, dude, dude, mess right now. Actually, yeah, exactly. But like, it's it's like people ordering so much is that the uh, the sites and that they're pre-ordered are actually crashing. So it's, so they're trying to scramble to try to get that back in order. Uh, I always say you'll know when a uh, a, uh, a console is a winning is. About around six months after launch, because around when the consoles launch, everyone wants one. Everyone who wants one is going to get one, and that's where the, you know a lot of the, a lot of the, uh, the sales happen. But when everything calms down, that's when we'll actually we'll see who's actually starts, uh, you know, winning, losing, dropping off, and all that stuff. But like right now, no, everyone's buying it. Everyone's, uh, you know, everyone's clamoring for it. It's too. It's it's way too early to tell. Well, we'll we'll take a look at the we'll take a look at the pre-order debacle in a minute, but along with zero fucking specs for the digital edition, uh, they announced so much that had nothing to do with the PlayStation Five itself, and I think I think that's hilarious, man. I think that's just like, hey, we're here. Okay, now check this out. <laughs> So they announced Final Fantasy 16, the Miles Morales gameplay for Spider-Man, uh, Harry Potter Hogwarts Legacy, which... Uh, that every- I'm interested in, because you can actually create your own wizard, and it's yeah. not an MMO. Yeah, but uh, a lot of people are boycotting it already, calling for its care. removal. I'm still there. I mean, I've been, I've been wanting that since literally like the first... Uh, since I read the books. Yeah. And having my own wizard and finding out what freaking house I belong to or whatever. You not Hufflepuff. I'm freaking sorry, but hell, you're a Hufflepuff. Nope, screw you. You're screw a Hufflepuff. You, dude. Nope, not happening. Mustard. 
if I had to pin, if I had to pin DJ in the house, I'd say he's Ravenclaw. Oh, suck it, dead man. No, no way. Dude. No, 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 no. It's over. It's no, like because he's gone. Except, except you, it. dead man. You say everybody's a Hufflepuff as a fucking insult. Oh no, yeah, I mean serious. it as a joke ninety nine percent of the time. But DJ's a fucking Hufflepuff, dude. Dude, That's dead man. Sorry, <laughs> I have the backup. It's over. I Move on. You lost. DJ is too much of a fucking nerd to be in Hufflepuff. Dude, yeah. Cedric. Back I off. Will always yeah. bring up Cedric. You can bring up Cedric. All Cedric like was badass this time, dude. Under Harry, bro. Cedric was like literally the greatest wizard if Harry didn't exist. So Cedric, uh, yeah, actually that's count. true. Cedric does not count. Well, what about Neville? Neville was the oh. fucking prodigy. Fucking <laughs> tell me, it takes seven goddamn movies for this kid to show an ounce of balls, and yeah. he's a prodigy. Fuck off. Yeah, he had yeah. perfect grades. He had perfect grades. He had perfect studies. Just, just stop. Just stop. Seriously, stop. Fuck You're embarrassing off. yourself. No. Yeah, I agree with. No, 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 stop. Just stop. Just stop. Okay, I'll you're stop. You guys can you're continue. Out, you're out, man. <laughs> yeah, no, right? It's like, no, you lost. Accept it. Bend over and take <laughs> nah, it. Nah, DJ's a Ravenclaw. He's just too much of a fucking nerd. I think Hufflepuffs are, like, way too, like, Hufflepuffs are way too laid back for DJ. Dude, they're the hippies, okay, of the yeah. freaking uh, Hogwarts. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, they're hippies. That's what they are. Yeah, DJ's way too, like, not laid back to be a Hufflepuff. <laughs> that was weirdly, weirdly worded, but no, I'm sorry, damn it. No, I'm not gonna be. I'll be part of a house because you deem whatever, and you freaking lost. Freaking accept it and move on. Uh, when, when you get picked as a Hufflepuff in the fucking game, I'm gonna laugh at you incessantly. <laughs> yeah, right. I'm gonna laugh yeah, at you so I, fucking. I, I, I'm gonna. I'm gonna fly you know, to I Texas. What houses you belong to? And uh, it, it actually pegged me a Slytherin for some reason. Because you're my brother. Let's take let's take online polls. Slytherin by proxy show. In the poll show, let's take an online poll for each of us. Let's just fucking. You know what? That's that's a good idea. Uh, Write it down, Mustard. Okay. Um. Of course, getting back to. I actually have a notebook here, and I'm I'm actually writing shit down. (laughs) Is that what that noise is? Yeah. Look! 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 (laughs) (laughs) Getting back to it, though. Uh, Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War Uh, We have new Resident Evil Village gameplay Deathloop has now become a non-PlayStation exclusive We're getting that on Xbox Uh, Devil May Cry 5 Special Edition Nobody's interested They always do that Odds World, a new new Odds World And this is the only one that really caught my attention Was Five Nights at Freddy's Security Breach This is going to be I think God. the very first Five Nights at Freddy's on consoles. Uh, is it? Yeah. And uh, I'm curious to see how they do this and what they do with it. Yeah, I'm not excited. I'm not saying I'm excited for the game. I have no idea what it's about. I have no idea. The, the only footage they showed was a zoom out shot of the. Uh, excuse me. I didn't want to burp on the mic. Of the facility itself, which is like very retro 80s. You want to take a look at it? Yeah, 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 but I have something to show you guys. All right, well, look, put your look pants at the Discord back on. real quick. It's a, it's a picture. It's a picture. Look, look at the, look at the Discord. This is basically how it went. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, 
It's kind of below the belt. <laughs> That's perfect. So let's take a look at this. Get, look at this. Uh, zoom out real quick. It's perfect though. That's exactly what happened. Your friends are worried about you. They're here with me. Oh no! Please come out. God, that thing is loud. No. I may have lost my temper earlier, but Gregory. it's just a glitch. There he is. Whoa, whoa, hey, hey! It's been such a difficult Look day for all of us. Why don't you come out and we can play a game together? This won't is no freaking. The place is a freaking theme park. Holy shit, dude! Look at that. Yeah. It was just a glitch. Oh, yeah. Gregory, be still. I think she's found us. So, uh, <sighs> who's not going over there? I'm playing it. <laughs> You're playing it? It's on PS5. Uh, also available on PC and not available on con other consoles till three months after release. So they have a three month exclusivity. Wait, wait, so, wait, hold on, hold on. So you're actually gonna be playing on PC? No, I'm mean, gonna be right? playing it three months afterwards. Oh, oh, but on PC? Nope. No. <sighs> Moving on. Demon Souls <laughs> Extended Unreal Engine 4 Fortnite uh, PlayStation Plus Collection has been updated. The PS5 digital uh, updates, and of course, the biggest thing, the giant, the, the the crown gem of of their whole presentation was God of War Ragnarok, a brand new God of War game. And then, and what did you tell me on the phone? I told you. I called this. I don't know if we were on the show. I don't know if we were doing the show at the time. But I was like. Uh, I think it was you, Mustard, that were like, that was like, it's the last God of War. There's no more God of Wars. I'm like, bull fucking shit. Bull fucking shit. There's going to be another one. Of Wait, course there's going to be another one. Yeah, like, have you played the God of War on PS4? Like, that indie was clearly no. sequel bait. Ah, uh, yes. Me and my invisible PS4. Right? Or even, like, watch a movie on it. Like, you know, you're doing full movies on these, on this stuff yes, these days. My impeccable interest in God of War, <laughs> yeah. right here. Alright, <laughs> well, like you ask a question, like freaking uh, watch a video or something on it. No, no, <laughs> it's I'm the good, same bro. game. It's the same fucking. All game. All right, you can't use that argument, Mister Call of Duty, for fucking fifteen years. It yeah, is the same game. Like, really? Yeah, like seriously, <laughs> you, what you think? I'm, you think I'm gonna protect Call of? Fuck that! It's the same fucking game too. FIFA, Madden, Call of Duty, Battlefield—they're all the same fucking game. <laughs> like I'm not yet gonna you, protect any of these. Well, and you yet you what? feed the just beast because constantly. just because you shoot yourself doesn't mean. That <laughs> <laughs> You know, I, don't I, I don't know either. I don't know either. <laughs> about that. <laughs> yeah, but basically, you know, but yeah, you're feeding the beast, so, you know. So a sequel, not this huh? one. Is not this one. one. I'm I feed one beast. Kratos? No, you're, you're feeding the beast. I got your beast right here. Anyways, this fucking... Like a gerbil. Mr. Beast. Very angry gerbil. Capybaras. Uh, like, <laughs> uh, Capybaras don't get angry. You're right. <laughs> Too chill. Uh, 
Like, we'll, we'll take a look at this, because honestly, like, I, I just, I'm so fucking sick of this game. <laughs> it hasn't even come out yet! <laughs> <laughs> right there, what are you doing? <laughs> I wonder if we're gonna get, uh, what's his name? Thor from the Marvel, uh, series. Play, uh... Wait, Thor! Isn't that really nice little Ragnarok in uh, Viking letters? You must prepare yourself. Yes. Sure. Isn't Ragnarok a fucking Vikings thing? Uh, yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's their version of the apocalypse, basically. Sort of. But there's no God of War. Isn't it a Greek thing, though? No, no. Uh, okay, so they, they've already had Thor in in God of War. That was literally the last game he was in there. Or oh, didn't yeah, you play it on your PlayStation 4, uh, actually, DJ? No, he wasn't. It was, it was uh, his son's, I think. They mentioned him, but they didn't have Thor in there. It was oh. his son's PS4? I'll tell you, man. Either the way, God, they get wherever the hell they want. Either way, um, I'm I'm just I'm sick of these games. I'm sick of these games for one fucking reason, right? And here's the reason: Fast and Furious. No, God, no. There you go. Yep. No, actually, yeah, yeah. Every okay, time, okay. every time, every time one of these fucking games ends, it's like this is the end. Kratos has found peace, and his struggle is over. Fucking five minutes later. Just kidding. I'm done with it. It's like John Wick, man. No, you see, John Wick, yeah, we're, yeah, we're talking like about never days. No, John Wick has happened in days, dude. We're not talking years. We're talking days. Oh, Literally true. between John Wick and John t- John Wick 2, it was hours. Nah, between, yeah, true. I'll yeah. give it that. I'll give it, it that. Yeah, it was. So, yeah, like, yeah, no, yeah, we're, okay. talking, we're talking fucking Kratos now is, like, 197 years old. And he has to pick up fucking what the fuck ever to fight who the fuck ever. And somehow there's another fucking wife with another fucking son. I'm done with it. I'm done with it. Done. Were you ever a part of it? Get yes, around, yes, I was. You remember? Get around, get around. I remember, <laughs> I remember you played the first game, but no, did you I played play the second. Yeah, I played the second. I played, I played all, every every single one of them except for the last one. Yeah, I played one through three. Yeah, one through three. I played. Yeah, I played. I played them all, and that's why I can tell you, first fucking hand experience. I'm fucking done with the series because at least Call of Duty, it's like, but wait, there's more. And there's always fucking more. You always know there's going to be a sequel. With this, with with Kratos and God of War, it's always the same fucking story. He's found peace. His enemies are defeated. There's no more gods. Whoops, wait, we forgot about this religion. Now he's going to go fight Buddha. <laughs> wait, wait, hold on. Let's go in another dimension. We got to hold yeah. Fucking hell, dude. I'm sick of it. I'm done with it. It's like the Mario sunshine of fucking Greek mythology games. You know what I mean, dude? It's Paper Mario, dude. You can just call up any fucking thing you want. Fuck this bullshit. Anyways, moving on, because I could rant about that shit all fucking day. The Nintendo 3DS now has its last days. It has officially been discontinued. And, um... Okay, just the 3DS or the new 3DS? It's all 3DS. <laughs> no. 3DS. I don't know. Uh, so let's see. I the 3DS family. Nintendo has formally discontinued its 3DS handheld platforming 
Like a handheld okay, gaming platform. So that's that's all of them. Yeah. That's uh, all. Word spread early Thursday when Twitter users in Japan noticed the remaining 3DS models on Nintendo's Japanese language website listed as out of production. Jesus, what kind of a life do you have when you're just sitting there clicking on their website going, what's next? Well, no, when you're <laughs> looking <laughs> I was looking for a 3DS not too long ago, but I've, I looked at my Switch, and I'm like, why? Yeah. Uh, and then this spokesperson confirmed the end of the 3DS in a statement to Polygon. We can confirm that the manufacturing of the Nintendo 3DS family of systems has ended. Nintendo and third-party games for the Nintendo 3DS family of systems will continue to be available in the Nintendo eShop, on Nintendo.com, and at retail. The existing library of more than 1,000 3DS games contains many critically acclaimed titles and can provide years of content to explore and enjoy. It has. It's How long has the fucking 3DS been around? How long has the DS been around? <laughs> 2004, I think? 3DS so debuted really in 2010. <laughs> no, he said like, like the regular DS, and I'm like 2004. Yeah, I'm seeing, uh, trying to find it. I'm going to say 2006. All right, let's let's look, let's look it up. Hold on, hold on, I got it. Look at Clacky. <laughs> I got it first. I got it first. I got it first. Two thousand four. Fuck. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Woo. Two thousand four. Oh. Okay. Whoop. In Australia, they didn't release two thousand five. Damn. Talk about reaching there. <laughs> Oh no, no. So yeah, no. So, so, so uh, sixteen years. Sixteen years they have dominated oh, yes. the DS. Yeah, the handheld market. I think it's yeah. time. I think it's time to put it away. I think so. I I think we've 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 evolved to the switch and mobile gaming, and and phones and all that. I don't think 3ds has a place anymore. If I'm being honest. And now but I'm gonna buy one. Yeah. Uh, yeah, exactly, exactly what I was gonna say. I was like, and now I have to go buy one and buy all the Zelda and Pokemon games I can find. Yeah, yeah, and now I can buy one. My, I always swore that when the D they stopped making DSs, I would buy one. Oh, you did say that like a long time ago. Yep, <laughs> years ago, <laughs> fucking years ago. And now that it's over, I can uh, I can buy one. Which one are you gonna get? Uh, probably the 2DS XL. Oh, okay. Because the whole Ugh. 3D thing doesn't uh, interest me. I never. I don't, I, I don't know. That thing is tiny as hell. The screens. <clears throat> no, dude. The, the the new the new 3DS XL. Those things are fucking huge. Yeah, well, probably that one. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The 3DS. I mean the 2DS ones. Oh like, yeah, the 2DS is a yeah. too small for me. Yeah. Because I had. One, I was like, oh, like screw this crap. Like that's something you get like people for like a little kid or something. I think they're like 120 bucks right now, actually, maybe less. Yeah. See, the one, the I... one with the blue buttons right there—that's the 2DS. Yeah, and then the one. Yeah, with the, so this up, is up, the 2DS top. XL versus the 3DS XL. No, that's not that no, big no, of a difference. One, the one on the top left is the 2DS XL. Oh, okay, yeah, that's pretty good. <laughs> I'll probably end up getting that one. I mean, I already have like two 3DSs, like brand new. The, 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 the 2DS doesn't flip, but the 2DS XL flips. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'll, yeah, I'll yeah. probably get that one then. Yeah, I'll probably I already have like two regular 3DSs already, brand new, still in the box. 
Well, now you're going to be able Reg- to fucking sell those regular things. Regular 3DSs? Huh? Regular 3DSs from 2010? Yeah. yeah uh, one's the uh, the Zelda one with the Link Beyond Worlds edition. That was still sealed. And nice. I have the... Huh? Yeah. Nice. Yeah, and, the, uh, and I have the one where they painted the the regular ADS controller on it. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I, mean, I had to get that my one. shopping list include a baklava bag of... <laughs> <laughs> Uh, let's see how much they're running right now. Looks like we're having DJ sauce later. Right? (laughs) Some duct tape, baklava, 20 feet of rope. Make it 30. He's a big boy. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, 120 bucks. Knew I told you. Yeah. How the fuck is it refurbished more? (laughs) Oh, because you can't find him new anymore. You you can't find these new anywhere yeah. a- anywhere like yeah anywhere. like right now is the sweet spot yeah right now you can't find them new at all so you're gonna have to go to you're gonna have to go to fucking uh entertain mart or whatever the hell you got over there you're gonna have to go to go to uh go to your local GameStop and see if they have them in stock hmm <clears throat> out of stock yeah. Boom. In stock. <laughs> delivered, delivered to home. No, it says out of stock. It yeah, says out of stock. Like right there. Down. Out of stock at 441. It's out of stock. You can't find them new. Oh, all right. Well, I'll find it. Anyways, moving on. <laughs> yeah, there's there's entertainment down the street for me. I can go just go right now and pick one up if I want to. Alright, let's take a look at this. Uh, Capcom continues to pound PC players in the ass, as it has no plans to release Devil May Cry 5 Special Edition on PC. And I tell you what... Are raising hell? PC players are apparently raising hell? Oh no, we can't play Devil May Cry, oh no. Not not, not the DLC, oh no. Uh, let's see. Right, in 144 FPS, oh jeez. A Capcom spokesperson explained the reasoning behind the decision. Devil May Cry 5 Special Edition is specifically being developed and optimized to benefit the system architecture and leap in processing offered by the PS5 and Series X. So we're focusing on these platforms. At present, there are no plans to release on PC. Um, PC fans of Devil May Cry are understandably feeling left out, uh, especially since the new and improved tech boasted of uh, by the next-gen consoles largely allows for the short, so the sort of high-end performance that many gaming PCs are already capable of. They, they clearly can't find a way to charge PC players extra for the next-gen upgrade that consoles are getting, so they don't find it worth the effort to give them the upgrade. That was off of Reddit. Ray tracing exclusive to console for a game that exists on PC. Uh, this is some next-gen trolling. Another... I've never really heard of PC players clamoring over Devil May Cry. What about you guys? Nope. <clears throat> it's not something I've heard of. Uh, also, yeah, also negative. I've never it's heard about PlayStation Devil May Cry. I've heard yeah, about same. It. Yeah. Uh, and apparently they review bombed the game uh, on Steam. Good. That's not good. That's not cool. Just because you're being petty. Fuck that. 
Yeah, uh, okay, they're, they're optimizing a game for develop for technology that was developed on PC. Why the fuck wouldn't we be salty? Because you have so many other games to fucking choose from. Infinite <laughs> games, that's, that's billions true. and billions <laughs> of games. All that's the true. games ever for PC. Get fucked. That's true. You're right, but I answered your question. Get fucked. I answered your question. Why are you so salty? I answered your question. They're they're fucking they're exclusiving they're making it exclusive for consoles on technology that they build for PC. That's fucking stupid. That's why they're salty. That's your question. Uh, yes. And and PC has never taken an exclusive before. Hey man, all that that's uh, that's on you, bro. I don't know. <laughs> oh, now talking. now it's on me. Now now it's on console players. The PC takes uh, exclusives all the time. In fact, that's part of one of your bragging points: is all the exclusives you guys have. Get there is fucked. A lot of exclusive PC though. Get fucked. EA's origin client to become the EA desk. Oh no! Don't do this. More? They're giving it more power to become a desktop <laughs> app. No, oh, this is just here. Mustard. I'll even let you vent your frustration. Go ahead, Bubba. <clears throat> EA's origin fucking desktop app is getting a fucking rebrand and a visual fucking refresh. Game industry, whatever. The client the client is now set to be called the EA fucking desktop app, and it will be fucking faster, fucking simpler, and include more fucking cross-platform features. You know, I doubt that. I yeah, I, I doubt it, but if they do, that's cool. Other improvements reportedly include a better patching experience for updating games and access to more information about how much time you're spending playing. You'll also be able to access EA's game subscription services via the client. This isn't the first step EA has taken to move away from its origin branding, which GamesBeat notes back to who gives a fuck about GamesBeat back into 1992. Last month, the company announced it would be rebranding its Origin Access and Origin Access Premier subscriptions to EA Play and EA Play Pro, respectively. The company also announced EA Access, the non-Origin name for the same subscription service on console, would be rebranded under the same EA Play umbrella. There's, it's just a rebrand. But they're they're making it a you know what this means. How much are they? Rebrand. How much are they going to force you guys to download? How much bullshit is going to come with this fucking app? Now that it's going to be a desktop I, program. I don't know, man. I I I fucking hate Origin and how like how persistent it is on my computer. Yeah, like it's just annoying. Um, but as far as a premium subscription, it's kind of worth it in my opinion. It kind of is. Like you have. You have access to a shit ton of cool games like Need for Speed and Battlefield and Plants vs Zombies and stuff like that, like and like Dead Space even like it, 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 the the subscription is worth the five bucks if I, in my opinion, but Origin is shit. Yeah, and even the even the EA, the EA store on 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 consoles is just not good. <clears throat> it's gotten better. Hmm. What do you think, DJ? Uh, fuck Origin. But uh, I mean, you could do that subscription for service. Well, yeah, you guess you could. I mean, that's a pretty good deal. But I probably just do that for console. I'm sorry, dude. I do not trust EA with my PC. Like no. ever. I mean, I rather I rather destroy my PC than let EA touch it. Yeah, I'll touch. It. Uh moving on though, because honestly, that's just <clears throat> EA pushing more <laughs> stupid boundaries. 
Call of Duty Warzone is heading to mobile device. Oh no! Oh, yeah. <laughs> mobile devices. Activision to do it. Uh, Activision <laughs> is supposed. Already, to- they already had one battle royale on there. Like Blackout was on mobile devices, so it was yeah. Only a time. Yeah, I grant. I get it. I get it. But it was still a piece of shit. Activision is posted a job listing for ex- an executive producer on Warzone Mobile. These guys really got to stop trying to write stories off of job postings. You know what I mean? Yeah, just because they want to look into something doesn't mean they're gonna. It's confirmed or anything. Yeah, I'm sorry, man, but no, no, you you guys are writing a whole fucking. Let, let's take a look at the job listing. As executive producer, features you will own product framing and player experience of a new AAA mobile FPS in the Call of Duty franchise. Developing in collaboration with multiple Activision studio locations around the world, this leader is a skilled communicator and development leader who can define and harvest the important elements that define the best-in-class mobile shooter game. Clearly articulate. Uh, clearly articulate. Uh, why these elements are important and what their success and criteria are and shepherd those elements among a distributed uh, development organization to deliver the highest quality software product. So this doesn't mean anything. This doesn't mean that they're making one. Yeah, it's just mean that they, that they might make one. That they're looking into the process. Yeah. And to be told, honestly, I think they probably eventually will because mobile gaming, as much as I hate to say it, is a huge market. Uh, don't get yeah, don't get me wrong like like yeah the the idea of them going mobile is it's almost inevitable however a job listing does not denote that and a job listing does not exactly you know <laughs> catapult them into the uh fucking mobile gaming circuit it just doesn't work that way yet shut the fuck up <laughs> Anyways, dating that and moving on. So this week, uh, we lost an incredible author. Um, Terry Goodkind has passed away at the age of 72. Yeah, uh, Lofus had mentioned it on my my stream. It's a shame, dude. It is a shame. He... um, He's one of the most incredible writers, was one of the most incredible writers I'd ever read. I've read almost everything he's ever put out. Um, <laughs> he's also one of the reasons that when I was, when you guys were like, you read really long books, I was like, no, I don't. Yes, I do. He's, his, his books are long, detailed, and heavily, heavily based on logic. Uh, and everything in them is written. Like, when I started reading him, I started to realize, like, what a good author really can be. You know what I mean? Cool. Thanks for chiming in, dickheads. <laughs> he was yeah, an that was inspiration to you. Huh? He was an inspiration to you. Very much so, yeah. That sucks, man. I'm sorry that he passed away. Uh, when I started reading his stuff, I started realizing that there, there should be a uh, a standard. You know? <clears throat> when it for when it comes to writing, like, cause God, who who the fuck was that? Uh, Kuntz, Dean Kuntz, or whatever his name is. DJ used to like yeah. him. Yeah. And, oh, everything that guy writes is just fucking hot garbage. It's, it's the same book every time. <laughs> and it's all written as if a fucking seventeen year old read it or wrote it. You yeah, know what I mean? used to read Dean Kuntz in high school a lot, actually. 
Yeah, because it's 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 in the voice of a fucking seventeen year old. Yeah, it, it was it was pretty. She had a hot body understood. with great boobs, and then this horrible thing happened. And blood. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh, that was great narration right there. <laughs> Mustard, come on, please back me up on this. Uh, it wasn't the great. It wasn't the best writing. You're right. Yeah, it wasn't the best writing. So, uh, well, you know what? Something that's cool is that there's essences of authenticity in Dean Koontz's writing. You know, that's no, what yeah, I kind of like. Touches, it. there's touches, yeah. but not not fucking much. <laughs> yeah, but you could say that about any author, really. <laughs> um, and, and I started writing reading Terry Goodkind, and he wrote characters that were their ages that behaved like their ages, and I was like, oh. <laughs> Oh, that's what that is supposed to look like. <laughs> you know, like it's not like with Stephen King when a guy's like forty years old and he talks like he's twenty and drinks like he's seventeen. You know. Uh, I mean, I think that's Stephen King. Yeah, a lot of a people in real personal. life, unfortunately. Uh, no, but anyways, he's gone. Uh, we're not sure why or how, but he is gone. Um. He will be dearly missed. His uh, thousand-page omnibus of the Children of Dahara will be coming out in February 2021, and I will be in land by it. Um, there's a bit of a quote here that I do want to read, and I'm gonna. So fuck you guys. Uh, to exist in this vast universe for a speck of time is a great gift of life. It is only, it is our only life. The universe will go on indifferent to our brief existence. But while we are here, we touch not just part of that vastness, but also the lives around us. Life is the gift each of us has been given. Each life is our own and no one else's. It is precious beyond all counting. It is the greatest value we can have. Cherish it for what it truly is. Your life is yours alone. Rise up and live it. I love you. I love you, Terry, but nah, life sucks. <laughs> Alright, removing him from the call. <laughs> Fucking prick. <laughs> life is beautiful. You're the one that makes it suck. Moving uh, on. It just sucks in general. Goodbye, Terry. Honest, good kind. So long Dang. and good night. Life is pretty shitty, bro. <laughs> Just because you two fuckers have shitty lives oh, doesn't mean life is shitty. Godless wasteland where people are shitty to each other and don't yeah. give a fuck. Just walking around, just walking by down All the street. All people you care about is face. money. That's life. Money. Yeah. Yes, yeah. Okay, why don't you two go start a commune in the middle of the fucking desert and bring people to it. And at the end of it, all you can all wear matching shoes and drink some Flavorade. Hey, man, I like my PC too much. I don't want to do that. Oh, well then shut the fuck up and put up with it then. Oh, life sucks. Yes, yeah, your life sucks. It's, it's just terrible. I mean, life in general. Just <laughs> yes, your life in general I mean, does I suck. I mean, golly. I mean, seriously. I mean, like, life as a whole. Life just, yeah. gift. Fuck this. <laughs> yeah, seriously. <laughs> Where do I return to sender? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like uh, to have a refund, please? <laughs> <laughs> my past my 30 days <laughs> a little bit by 25 years 
Oh, man. <laughs> 24 years and fucking nine months. Yeah. Whew. Moving on, now that you guys have just shit all over a, a dead person's name. No, we did not. No, we did the not. The Batman has resumed filming after Robert Pattinson's no, quarantine. No, no, no. I, want to, I want to clarify this due to COVID nineteen. personally told me about this, and he told me it sucked for him. And I want to clarify that I wasn't shitting on his name. I'm very sad that he's gone, but and I'm I'm glad that he had such an optimistic outlook on life. I'm just saying, not everybody agrees. That's it. Okay, yeah, same here. That's it. That's it. No, yeah, that's else. it. Not shitting on the dude's name whatsoever. Exactly. Same here. Right. The Batman has resumed filming following its star Robert Pattinson completing his quarantine after allegedly... After allegedly? How the fuck do you allegedly get diagnosed with COVID-19? Allegedly, apparently. Did he, did he, did he, did he show everybody the paperwork? Did he show everybody the What the fuck? Allegedly? What? Uh, allegedly. Sir, you've been diagnosed with AIDS. Allegedly. Allegedly, yeah. No, no, sir. We have the paperwork. It's just right here. So you allegedly have the paperwork. (laughs) Fuck! (laughs) What the fuck does that even mean? Allegedly being diagnosed with COVID-19. I think he meant apparently. Yeah, it's like, we think you have COVID-19. We're not quite sure yet. What? Or maybe... No, allegedly was like, he may, he may not. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. But yeah. it's like we already have confirmation. We have, we we have like like <laughs> right there. And was, yeah, and that was being brought down to allegedly. Okay, okay, okay. Now hear I don't me know how out. That works, Just though. because they tested positive doesn't mean they got diagnosed. There hey. you go. Like, <laughs> hey, there you go. <laughs> God damn! I speak legalese, and that is like the. Nope, it, that is that, that was is the slimiest, dirtiest, low down, underground fucking sentence I've ever heard. That is but legalese, bro. But it works. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and that's why I'm telling you, it's called legalese when it's like, well, he like, did technically test- it's in his blood, but did he get diagnosed? I don't know, man. I don't know, bro. <laughs> yeah, the, he has the fucking disease, but has he been diagnosed with the disease? I don't know. I don't know. Damn it, dude. Okay, so a Warner Brothers spokesman announced that the film has resumed uh, filming after quarantine precautions. Uh, It shut down while it was never explicitly said. What? We just read that. We just read that. The THA sources said it was Pattinson that was the one who tested positive. We fucking read that last week. It was literally confirmed it was him. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Could you imagine, like, a hard edit where, like, Batman's fighting these guys all of a sudden just cuts to all the criminals having face masks? (laughs) Somebody out there has to do that. Somebody that has to exist. Hold on. Okay, oh, good. good. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Oh, my God, drops. Hold on. <laughs> God, fuck. He's, he's coughing while being the shit. <laughs> oh, better now. <laughs> <laughs> he said he no. <laughs> I surrender. I surrender. So that means, wait, wait. So that means that, <laughs> that thug he was beating the shit out of in the trailer. Possibly as a COVID. Possibly that was not as COVID. That was a little bit closer than loud. Yeah. <laughs> that was pretty bad, man. No. 
There's one guy in the back whispering to the other guy. I thought he said he doesn't kill people. Uh, <laughs> wait, what? Oh. I mean, tech, he could do the whole Spider-Man thing. I don't have to save you from Rona. Oh, Jesus well, fuck. Well, I, no, that was I, Batman. I, oh. Yeah, it, it, well, besides, I, mean, he did. I mean, is Batman killing him or is Rona killing him? <laughs> <laughs> Allegedly. Right? <laughs> There you go, Bat Roto. Alright, fuck this. So Moving on. Bat cough. Bats? Oh, God. <laughs> no, moving on. Moving on. Oh, my God. This is stupid. This is fucking stupid. We're right? dump out of every single article we come across. Have you noticed that? Not one has, has escaped our uh, our, our eyes. But this is, this is fucking stupid. Literally, last week on this show, we confirmed it was Pattinson. WB yeah. confirmed it was Pattinson. Everybody fucking confirmed it was Pattinson. And now it's allegedly, fuck you, get fucked, get fucked. I'm not turning off my ad blocker, Spawn. Shut the fuck up. The Spawn movie script is taking on a new direction. We're going to take the movie definitely. What? <laughs> oh. uh, we're going to make the movie definitely. I don't oh, know where okay, we're, okay, okay. when we are going to make the movie. What the fuck? Okay. So, we read a couple of weeks ago that there is well, a reboot that- and it has been casted with, what's his name? Jamie Foxx. Uh, fans have been waiting for the long. That's so redundant. <laughs> fans have been waiting for the long-awaited Spawn reboot ever since Todd McFarlane announced that it would be happening with Blumhouse to bring the character back. What it looks like we'll have to wait a bit longer than expected with the script not deemed ready by Jason Blum. Mustard, that's your boy. Come get your man. Uh, in an interview with... You let, you let him work, bro. You let him do what he needs to fucking do. If he says it's not ready, it's not ready, bro. <laughs> in an interview with Abu Dhabi Culture, as part of their... That thing. Uh, Jason Blum of Blumhouse Productions said that the Spawn live-action movie with Jamie Foxx is still not quite ready with the script taking a completely new direction. Blum also reiterated that it would be rated R. Good. Wait, wait. <clears throat> Go back up. Like, what's the name of that video? McFarlane wants, uh, wants his Spawn reboot to make children cry, I guess. Probably. <laughs> Good. If I, don't hear, if I don't hear a child crying, I haven't done it right. If that little snot like rag isn't weeping, I haven't done my job. Well, the first one looked like it was directed by Tim Burton, so yeah, you gotta got a little make it up. Dude. No, dude, that looks like it was that looks like it was directed by somebody who dropped out of Tim Burton's How to Make Movies. They got halfway through the course and was like, "Fuck it, this is all I need to know." And then, like the last half of the course is how to make the movie well. <laughs> like the first half is how to make the movie. Second half, how to make the movie well. That guy only went to the first half of the school. Come on, let, let's let's face I mean, it, dude. That suit that that guy was running around in, fucking what's his name? Uh, you, like whatever he was running, like that guy was so goddamn stiff. It was funny how the fuck he moved around in that thing was amazing. That's true. And this was the best part of the movie. Well, that and uh, John no. Leguizamo's yes, uh, uh, clown, clown was yeah, the but, best part of the movie. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah that's what I mean. Like the the suit, like creation of the suit, and. And uh, John's uh, performance, because I don't know how he managed to pull all that off. He said like, to kill his that... knees. Two, I believe it. Holy crap! 
He deserves some kind of award for that performance. I think he was recognized you know, by a bunch of horror magazines, like Fangoria and stuff like that, Horror Hall. But let's take a look. Let's finish this up. Uh, the script has got to be right. There is a real desire for for the movie. You have Jamie Foxx and Spawn, Todd McFarlane, and we just got to make the movie, Blum said. I think possibly I've frustrated Todd a little bit and just... I've just said, like, we don't just have to make the movie. You know we have to make the right movie with the right script, and it's a hard script to get right. And, you know, the recent events in the United States around the race uh, around race have made it even harder to get it right. You've got to do it really carefully and thoughtfully. And this is actually something we talked about. Uh, we talked about this last show. About, about people in Hollywood not hiring or hiring people because of skin color and anything else. And because of the backlash that's happened. And now we have literally fucking confirmation of what we thought. I don't yeah. see... I don't, I, don't, I don't see what the fuck race has to do with any of this. Besides the idea that Spawn is black. What about you, DJ? I mean, you're the, you're the resident black guy speaking on this. What the heck? Yeah, you heard me. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I just, I understand wanting to make sure everything's done right, especially if it's your baby. But uh, nah, I, I think it's like uh, it's it's taking a little bit over uh, it's going out of proportion just a little bit. Yeah, you know because of everything going on, I think he's like maybe a little overly cautious. Yeah, but uh. No, like, come on, man. Like, the first movie, I like it, but it's one of those guilty pleasures. You know, the bar is low, dude. Like, you, you're not going to get much worse than that, so. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's literally past standing up school. The first one couldn't even do that. Literally, all you have to do is stand up. So they said, we're going to make the movie, definitely. I don't know when we're going to make the movie. We're actually kind of retackling. Uh, we're going down a different direction with the story than we had in the past, but we're not going to make the movie until that script is great. But one of these days, it will be great, and we will make it. This guy better not fuck around. All right, Todd McFarlane is one of the, is one of the cats that is known for literally walking away from a project just done. Like he 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 doesn't give a fuck. Todd McFarlane has made enough movies and, and enough money and enough comics and figures to just live the rest of his life comfortably. He doesn't need this. Nope. So I think Blum better fucking watch his step. What do you think, guys? <clears throat> hmm. Uh... Yeah, yeah. I think you have a point. I mean, yeah, because let's not talk. You know, kid. Yeah, I mean, Todd, Todd does to have that uh, that aspect. I mean, <laughs> or that Keto's of Amalore. <laughs> yeah. I feel like Todd needs to respect Jason Blum and his work, and like they both need to work <laughs> together. You, you know, know that not... is actually a weakness of Todd's that he, I think he hates, I don't know if he hates sharing the credit. Nah, nah, or, no, uh, that's not it, because he shares credit <laughs> with For Venom. Well, yeah, well, yeah, he does, but it's still like the whole argument. It's like, but who was like the real contributing factor of creating Venom? And it's like the artist or the writer, and and like, there's like a whole, like a, a whole big thing. Uh, yeah, no, he he talked that. about like, that. He talked about that in an interview that was drummed up by 
you know, comic book magazines and shit like that for drama. According to Todd, and I forgot the other cat's name, uh, they share 50-50. They, they have no issues. They, they themselves, personally, there is no disagreement. So, like, personally, he's not, he's not one of those cats that's like, oh, I got a whole, ma-. well, he might be, he might have changed. In all fairness, he might have changed since Venom. However, <clears throat> I still stand my, I still stand by it saying that McFarlane walks the fuck away from projects all the time if they don't do shit his way. Well, then he's not going to get a good movie then. I don't know, man. It could be another shiny. Well, no, because if you just do everything the fucking writer wants and not, and, and like, what's the point, man? Like, like there has to be a give and take there, you know? There has to be collaboration. It can't just be like, well, I'm walking away because you're being an asshole. No, dude, that's not how it works. I'm do- I'm totally agreeing with you. I'm not disagreeing with you, like, in one aspect here. What you know I'm what saying I mean? is, like, yeah, 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 I get, I get it, I get it, but, like, they both need to come to a fucking agreement, is what I'm trying to say. And, and I, I wasn't trying to meme earlier, I was saying, like, Blum has good movies. He's made good films. It's yeah. been proven, and he's, he's gotten credibility in his career as a director, and fucking McFarlane needs to respect it. No, I totally agree. That's it. Like, that's, that's it boils down and if and 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 if and todd mcfarland honestly has problems in the creative process and obviously if they can't get together and talk about it as an adult then the project shouldn't happen at all that would be a shame maybe they need maybe maybe they need a third party to come in oh god fucking sony imagine just hey guys how's it going get the fuck out And take God of War with you. No, <laughs> we're too popular. Fuck you. And then they 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 were tr- they were trying to do a God of War movie. Did you ever hear about that? They were trying to do a God of War movie, and the guys that made God of War were like, "Yeah, no." <laughs> yeah. I, I, yeah, they were trying to. Yeah, they were trying yeah, to get Hugh Jackman to play Kratos. Yeah, yeah. There were, no, no. Was it Hugh Jackman or was it uh, Tom Hardy? I was just kidding. I don't know. <laughs> I know Tom Hardy was, was one. I think it was Tom Hardy, actually. Yeah, yeah I think so. Uh, but, yeah, they were like, we can get Tom Hardy. We, we can get, like, so-and-so writers. We can get so-and-so on the script and the directing. And literally the guys that still own the, the, the God of War franchise because they've never, sold to, they've never sold to Sony were straight up like, no. <laughs> we're good, thanks. Yeah, but we can make millions and millions of dollars. They did. They, they they did that bent over, like like squinted kind of. Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. Everybody's <laughs> like, but Tom Hardy. Yeah, they, like Sony sent over the script. You could hear the guy on like on the conference call. All right, so I got the script here and just. Uh... All right, hold on. Um... Yeah, no, this is a great script. I'm just gonna set it right next to all the other ones. Oh, the ones. Hmm. Uh, it, it, it. uh so we're gonna have to pass. <laughs> Take your time, click. <laughs> Tom Hardy. <laughs> I love when game developers do shit like that, though. What? Like, oh, just shit, tell, tell them to go just, fuck themselves. Just stick it to fucking Hollywood and say fuck you. Like, no. Like, uh, kind of like, Levine. uh, yep, yep. I was literally about to bring him up. Well, like our boy Kevin Levine, he was just like, yeah, no, I'm good. 
well, don't fuck I'm with this. my shit and I'm going home. <laughs> don't, don't, like, okay, so, like, we talked about Todd McFarlane not wanting to do shit or walking away from shit. That one was one, you were never going to win that fight. Like, with 2K yeah. and uh, the Bioshock team literally giving creative license to uh, Levine, yeah. <laughs> and, and the, the movie studio going, like, like, move aside, motherfucker. We make movies for a living. And Ken Levine being like, yeah, and I made the thing that you're trying to make, so I'm just going to take my shit and go. Fuck off. Yep. Did he just fly out the window? <laughs> <laughs> the, the door's right there. Okay, he's good. No, but yeah, that's what happened. Like you want to talk about you want to talk about artists and like creative dis like discrepancy between like a movie industry a studio and a fucking game developer. That's a perfect fucking story right there. Is <laughs> Levine, yeah. I mean, because yeah. they, they they've also they've also the guy and actually, Halo too. Halo, no, no, no. Halo's made Halo. Halo like, was like, another three. one. No, Halo has made three or four movies. No, no, no. But like they, they. But if you look at the movies, it opens with three, four, three industries. Like it's not like a fucking Hollywood movie. Well, that whole thing came about when the, it was supposed to be a fan film that they got permission from three, four, three. And when three, four, three saw how good it was, they were just like, we're just like gonna, fuck yeah, dude, let's pump it up. Let's gonna, pump it. We're just gonna buy this. <laughs> yeah, no, but like what I'm saying was they were supposed to make a Hollywood fucking movie of Halo. Yeah, yeah. And it, and and the and 343 said no. They were like, you guys don't have the budget for this shit. Uh, allegedly, that's what led to... Um... Starship Troopers 5. No, I'm just no. kidding. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> uh, <laughs> District, District 9. Was Bioshock. Yeah, but according to the IMDB, it was supposed to be Halo. Oh, so it was both of them probably put together, right? No, like we, we, you and I both saw the interviews personally. We read the, we read all the interviews personally. You and I did. We're not yeah. misremembering this. This was supposed to be a Bioshock movie with, mm -hmm. uh, with, with Blomkamp, Gore Verbinski and, uh, Peter Jackson. Yeah. But Levine pulled the plug. So, but like on IMDb, they're trying to say that it was it was the Halo movie that they were making, and it's like no, 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 no. Like we saw you, like we saw the we saw the we saw the sets that were building. I mean, remember no, because like I remember no, that doesn't sound right. The timeline doesn't sound right. What do you mean? I remember I remember District Nine being made way before the Halo movie started making its making its like kind of like leaks and shit like where they showed the real life warhog and like the footage of the warhog driving through the beach and shit like i remember district nine already being well out you know yeah 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 that's what i'm saying is that so you I and i so. you and i are you and i are correct they're trying to say yeah, it was a halo so. thing yeah that sounds stupid yeah that's incorrect as fuck hmm. what do you think dj i don't know <laughs> he wasn't paying attention <laughs> No, no, not to that. I just like the movie, but I do have a question about the movie, though. What huh. do you guys think? Why did uh, Why did he just go with the other aliens at the end? I mean, yeah. oh, District he's already Nine? transforming. I mean, like, yeah, it's like he's already transforming. They even literally said it's going to take him years to go back and forth. Two years, yeah, yeah, Two and years. by then he's going to he's already going to be like you know fully transformed. Why not just go with them? Screw it. He didn't expect to live. Ah, okay. 
Like if, if you yeah. literally watch like the events after he says like you have to go, uh, he's he's already been injured. The mech has already been injured. He's bleeding yeah. internally. He didn't uh-huh. expect to live. Like he, he even when he catches the RPG that got launched at the reup ship, <clears> like, explodes in its fucking face. Yeah, he, he doesn't. Oh, yeah. He doesn't toss it. Like he catches it and it explodes in the armor. So he's he didn't expect to live like at all, and that's why he didn't go with them. Uh, so even at the end, when the other, when the other prawns, which I hate calling them that, but it's the only name they have, uh, yeah. when the other prawns save him from the guy, uh, you know, he, he was, he was expecting to die. He was still holding his middle finger up kind of. So yeah. Yeah. Excellent movie. Love that fucking movie. I'm gonna oh, watch dude, District nine is one of the perfect movies ever made. I love how it starts off as a, as a found footage. Yeah, you know, yeah. And, then, uh, and then it slowly transforms into this fucked up. And you like, never see it. You you yep. never even notice yeah. how it transforms because you're so busy. Oh, no. it, it, I know exactly where it transforms. Uh, is it cat food? No, when they get back. <laughs> when they when they get back from then, like when yeah, yeah, it's when he throws up on the cake. Yeah, yeah, that's when it, they change. And that's yeah. when it changes. The blackout is the cut. Yeah. Yeah, I just awesome. like making mustard laugh. We'll tell that story on the post show. Uh, anyways, the Uncharted movie fans are unhappy that Mark, Mark Wahlberg's Sully might lack a mustache. What the? Who gives a fuck? Can we, clo- can we close this already? Can we close this already, please? Uh. What? Tom Holland and them were shooting in Berlin. Uh, does and does nobody remember that this is going to be a young Drake and a young Sully, which means he might young not have Sully yeah young Sully. Well, young young fucking Drake's going to be in his goddamn twenties, not his thirties like he is in the games. No, because apparently everyone wants to exactly like the game, so he must have a mustache apparently. Fuck that. Moving on. You guys are bitches. Yeah, I agree. It was... Sagma. So, let's see here. Ray Fisher calls Ben Affleck's Batman Return a publicity stunt in the midst of the Justice League investigation trying to distract everybody. Get fucked. That doesn't (laughs) actually do anything. It does. Oh, congratulations. You got your fucking job back. Now let's everybody pay attention to that rather than the murder in the room. Get fucked, you <laughs> fucking idiot. So, like, people can't focus on two things at once. Yeah. They don't work like that. Oh, Apparently my God. not. DJ, go ahead. <laughs> Ray Fisher has suggested that news of Ben Affleck's return as Batman was a PR stunt by Warner Brothers. To distract from the seriousness of the investigation into the toxic working environment experience on the set of Justice League. Posted on Twitter, Fisher said Ben returning as Batman was clearly meant to be revealed at DC Fandom. I said that right, Fandom? Fandom. Okay, Fandom. I'll give you one guess as to why they likely jumped the gun. This uh, This was followed by two... Stop moving it, damn it. This was followed by two images. One, one of a tweet from Fisher himself explaining that an independent investigation has been launched into the Justice League uh, toxic environment. Another of Vanity Fair's news of Affleck returning as Batman. He circled and read the timestamps of the two points, his own at 1.38 p.m. on August, 20, uh, August 20th. 
and the Vanity Fair one at 3.02 p.m. on the same day. Woo! Um, yeah, I got bad fucking news, dude. You're not Vanity Fair. No matter how big your fucking Twitter following is, you don't have as many followers as Vanity Fair. You trying to say that you're as important as a publication is complete oh, and utter fucking bullshit. Dude, dude, Deadman, pay attention to what his tweet is saying. You just moved it, so I can't read it. Give me a sec here. He has 68,000 followers. Yep. 68,000 followers, and he's trying to say that he should have been paid attention to instead of Vanity Fair? Are you <laughs> serious? Yeah. Go ahead. Ray Fisher has tweeted, Unfortunately, the fake frosty news with Jason wasn't the only PR tactic used to distract from the seriousness of the Justice League situation. Ben returning as Batman was clearly meant, clearly meant to be revealed at the event, DC Fandom. I'll give you one guess as to why. At Warner Brothers Pictures, likely jump the gun. A's greater than E. <laughs> Get fucked. Get fucked. Get <laughs> fucked. Get fucked. Get fucked. You're stupid. And uh, you're no oh, better oh, than... Uh, Go back up. Like, dude, dude, check this out. Wait, yeah, the, the Twitter. Check right. this out. The Twitter part. Down, down a little bit. Down a little bit. There you go. To date, the independent film hired by Warner Brothers Pictures have conveniently avoid contacting key witnesses who gave damning statements to Warner Brother HR. They've also stated interviews with, since has been ghosted, witnesses that have that have implicated former and current top-level executives. Others, including an implicated individual that called me to apologize, of course, have already been interviewed. We will not let any investigator cherry-pick interviewees that best suit <clears throat> Warner Brothers Pictures' false narrative and scapegoating efforts. All with stories will be heard. Who's Ray Fisher? Did it did it state who this guy guy is at the very beginning? Uh, I don't think so. Let's nope. find out. Hold on, let me just. Is he the guy that plays Cyborg? I think so. Actually, look that up right quick. Who plays Cyborg in Justice League? I think it is a cyborg. Hold on, folks. Sorry. Yeah, it is. So oh. he's he, he plays cyborg. Okay, so he's he's, gonna, he's got a point then. No, he still fucking doesn't. <laughs> no, he still fucking doesn't. They are under investigation. He has no direct knowledge, knowing that uh, he, that the the bats was supposed to return was supposed to be revealed at Fandom. He has no direct knowledge of that. The the, the investigation has already been started. There has been already in, witness interviews, a bunch of interviews, including with Warner Brothers HR. We have all this released from Warner Brothers, and uh, the, he has no. 
uh, influence over investigators or their investigation. Well, that's true. Yeah. But so, maybe, apparently he does. He's Ray fucking Fisher. Bro, it makes him feel better. You know what, dude? Like, okay, fine. You want to get this off your fucking chest, dude? You still only have... You were in one of the most disaster movies ever. Like, your treatment, whether it's true or false, being corroborated by Ben Affleck, which I don't know where you're shitting all over him because he backed you, you piece of shit. All over... He he, he got backed by fucking uh, uh, Jason Momoa. He got backed by Gal Gadot. So why the fuck are you trying to further the fucking narrative instead of trying instead of just sticking with you and what you're doing like you're, you're fucking narrative bro maybe he's trying to, maybe he's trying to find a way out of his contract he Warner doesn't Brothers. have one wait he, wait, wait were they making a cyber move cyborg movie i'm pretty sure it's part of the lineup no it's it's it was it was stated that they they could be the only ones that have contracts right now are uh soups and mm-hmm. gal gadot that's it. Mm, That's okay. it. Those are the only ones with contracts. Oh, okay. Maybe he's, they're not re- re-signing them or something. I don't know. But this, to date, the quote-unquote independent firm, who the fuck do you want, dude? Who the fuck do you want? Independent firms conf- confirm shit all the time. That's the reason they're independent. Ah. Maybe, maybe it has to be his personal selection. Uh, Mustard, how old is this cat? He doesn't seem that old. You gotta give me a second here. 33. Jesus. 33? Wow. 33. I wonder what his fucking career has looked like up until now, because honestly... Have you ever heard him? No. No. (laughs) Before Justice League? No. (laughs) How's his career gonna be after this? You ever Mm, gonna hear of him? I don't think so, man. I don't think so. And truth be told, it's not because he's making an ass of himself. It's honestly because of the movie. Because of Justice League. Yeah. So Liam Neeson, otherwise known as Qui-Gon Jinn, is very proud of The Phantom Menace and blames criticism for hurting Jar Jar actors' careers. This is something we've all known. (laughs) Yeah. uh, And not just just Phantom Menace. It's like Star Wars in general because... Yeah, we talked about this, yeah. Yeah, actors who play in Star Wars... They have a hard time leaving Star Wars. Well, it's and one of two get, things. They, 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 they either get, get catapulted or they get sunk. Yeah, they, yeah exactly. They, they get synony- synonymous with the role. People know him as that role. And Jar Jar, yeah. well, he wasn't even beloved, so. <laughs> no. Well, yeah, uh, even we also it. know there was a bunch of fucking problems with the editing, with the writing. So, yeah, we're just going to skip this. Qui-Gon, we believe yeah. you, but yeah, it's just Star Wars, man, bro. But- yeah, it's... No. Uh, we're having a bit of a technical issue, so we're going to pause this and come right back. <laughs> All right, now that we're back, uh, we, we'll, we'll just say it was a bit of a plumbing issue. So, oh, yeah. Jesus, fuck, really? He had to go wash away the deer he just hit, fellas. <laughs> fuck yeah. you. Fuck you, you piece <laughs> of shit, you motherfucker. Ah. <laughs> uh. And then you're, you're just, why? Why? There's a wound open right now. You're just pouring salt on it. <laughs> you gotta salt the you know meat. has a fucking wound. That fucking deer, bro. Fuck you. <laughs> All right, kicking him <laughs> off the call. <laughs> Fuck. Kanye West says that he's the new Moses and that the music industry and NBA are modern day slave ships. 
You know, me and DJ were just talking about that that uh, PR guy. Yeah, that video <laughs> I showed the other day. publicist. Yeah. Deli- so, so Kanye, how you gonna deliver us? His legal team is fucking just about a. They're 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 revising their resumes right now. He must have a whole legal firm at this point to keep up with him. I don't know. I just can't. I just <laughs> go down. Let us hear from the words of Kanye as he deliver as he deliver unto us the the Ten Commandments of the of the industry. He says he will not share any new music until he is released from his contracts with the publisher Sony and Universal. That's not. <laughs> That's not how it works. It's not. Yeah, he's gonna get sued then. <laughs> how can someone be so Damn, fucking stupid? How? EMI has controlled the rights to Westworks since 2003. In January last year, West sued EMI in an attempt to be released from his 2003 contract, which includes an agreement that he remain actively involved in writing, recording, and producing compositions and major label albums without retiring. EMI was also given rights to West's songs that he wrote prior to the agreement. Jeez, he sold his soul. Yeah. In response, EMI sued West the following March for allegedly red re- reneging? On- Honest bargained for contractual obliga- obligations to the company. The Reneging? dispute was, was eventually settled in January as reported by Billboard. Reneging. Ren- yeah, reneging. 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 I don't know why I got reneging, but it's reneging. That's whoa, the, whoa. That's the fucking, a Texas in whoa, me. Whoa, whoa, All right. whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> That was a Texas whoa. in me. I apologize. Whoa. All right. Alright. Oh, you want an email Eight. list? No. <laughs> Come on. Bask in the Kanye. In January oh, 2019, the rapper also no, sued no, universally no. owned division Rockefeller, the label that has owned his earlier records, merchandising arm Bravado and Def Jam, which has signed distribution deal with West Label Good in 2011. Overnight, West tweeted, I need to see everybody's contracts... At Universal and Sony, I'm not going to watch my people be enslaved. I'm putting my life on the line for my people... My, what? The music industry and the NBA modern day slave ships? I'm the new Moses? <laughs> what? I need to see all the contracts. All of them. <laughs> and I'm I'm putting my life on the line here. <laughs> I want to get this. I want to get this tweet. I want to get this tweet framed. And I want to put it on the on my ceiling above my bed. <laughs> Huge. Just so you can remember that you're sane. Yep. Yep. <laughs> just just because I remember, I could just like constantly remind myself. Yep, not as not as insane as Kanye yet. Okay. Let's get it, baby. <laughs> oh my gosh. No, uh, am I insane? I am the new Moses. Nope. I'm nope. Good. I'm good. I'm still okay. <laughs> you know, like, you gotta read the whole tweet again. Here. I need to see everybody's contracts at Universal and Sony. <laughs> I'm not gonna watch my people be enslaved. I'm putting my life on the oh. line for my people. The music industry and the NBA, which I have no dealings with whatsoever, <laughs> On the modern day slave ships, 
because they whip you with money and luxury <laughs> and cars <laughs> and yachts. Oh, the horror. Oh, the humanity. <laughs> they chain you. They chain you with Lamborghinis and, and gold chains and medallions and grills and Rolls Royces and drugs. No, <laughs> Marketing no, deals and money. How dare they persecute you this way? But don't worry, I'll send you back to poverty for I'm the new Moses. I bet you. I bet you at least like three of his friends like called him and were just like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> Black Moses? No. I <laughs> no, I honestly bet he got a call from his friends and you were his. Yo, bro, that was some real shit, bro. You know what? You right, bro. Uh, I, can, I, I can't. I can't do it because you know what? Every one of his friends, even his yes men, like people that we know were yes men. Have been like, I don't know if I'm associated with this guy anymore. I don't know. They're like, uh, I'll buy a new Lamborghini. Okay, so Kanye, uh, yeah, how are you gonna right. deliver us here? <laughs> hey, I'll take, I'll take my fifty million dollar contract in hundreds and fifties. Kanye, you're right. I'm so, I'm so oppressed. No, no, no. I want the diamond studded briefcase. And the hot girl holding it. Kanye, you're so right, bro. I, I, I can't. I don't know how to, how to live like this. I don't you know, know how to live like this. I know, right? You does, know. Does, does the cocaine cost extra? Is it going to be taken out? No? No? Okay. No, we're good. Kanye, bro, you got to save me. This red lobster, you know? I mean, yeah, I'm so, so fucking I'm so fucking tired of eating fuga de chow. Hey, that comes with a fuga de chow gift card, right? Yeah, no, okay. Go. Yeah, I can't take this, man. I can't take this filet mignon. <laughs> I'm hurting. Kanye. All right, we can you stop this because me. you know, at some point, you know, at, okay. Now here's the here's where I'm gonna play devil's advocate. At some point, you're bleeding yeah, already. The 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 kind the kind of your the nose kind is bleeding, of, dude. No, no, man, <laughs> no, man. The kind of contracts that artists sign nowadays to major music companies and and and, and you've and lost film the use of your left arm. Look, okay, go back up. Go back up. Go, no, 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 no. Go back up. Fuck you. Go back up. Yeah, except that the contract wasn't signed anytime recently. This no, was a but that's 2003 contract. Hold up, hold up, bro. But it still holds, dude. That's the fucking thing. It still holds 17 fucking years later. You're talking, you're going to make 17 years worth of work and you can't fucking own any of it. You're going to tell me that that's okay, too? Uh, like no, yeah, no, bro. The, hold on, hold on. That's how the music industry works. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. Let's get let's get a couple of things straight. One fucking Ye or Yeezy or fucking Kanye West isn't anything new. Secondly, okay. in two thousand three, they catch these they catch these artists when they're at the most vulnerable, when they're not making any fucking money. And what they do is they glitz and they glamour them, and they promise them a whole bunch of fucking money and a whole bunch of concerts, and they get them, and they get them early. And that's exactly what happened with Kanye West. Now you're gonna tell me that that's not kind of bullshit and like, I'm not gonna you say it's slave. I'm not gonna say that, but I'm gonna say that you're gonna tell me that that's fair. It's not. 
Well, no, you know, you're right. You're right. It's not fair, but it, it's been a staple of the music industry way before Kanye. I mean, <clears> look <throat> at when Michael Jackson bought the uh, the Beatles uh, catalog. Yeah. yeah, and Africans were selling each other way before they sold it to other people. So, like, no, that's a non. A that's a non. But it doesn't make a difference. That's a false because just because, but just because somebody's done something for years doesn't make it okay. Like, okay, no. now, now here's the point I was getting to before you guys interrupted me. Uh-huh. Now, especially now in 2020, 2019, 2018, there are far, far, far fucking greater chances and opportunities for people to get famous. In fact, in, in fact, somebody we all fucking hate on the show, Taylor Swift, has gotten out of several contracts. Not just one, but several contracts on her own. And she's a 20-something, or I don't think now she's in her 30s, but she was a 20-something-year-old little songwriter she's gotten out of several fucking contracts and you're telling me that she can get out of several contracts and she was nowhere near as successful as fucking kanye west but kanye west can't seem to get out of an emi sony record deal like i'm pretty sure that 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 swift was just as successful as kanye bro i'm not gonna lie that one's arguable it's arguable but it's damn close I'll say and it's close. Yeah, if given given you know legal representation, loopholes, dialogue, and conversations, you you don't know what happened in the case, so you can't really use it as as an example. What I'm trying to say here is what I'm trying to say here is in in the vaguest fucking way possible, in the most in the most vaguest bottom fucking line, Kanye has a point. That's it. But but the way he's going about it is that of a fucking madman. Now, in the, in the NBA, he's completely wrong on. Had he'd say that NCAA, like the college basketball circuit, where yeah. players weren't getting paid, where players' mm-hmm. likenesses were being used without them being paid, I might have had a little bit of respect for him. But NBA contracts... Yeah, the, the NBA, no, I don't agree with that. No. No, no. in the music no, industry... The NBA, but- as I'll a agree current, with that one. no, no, no. The music industry, as it currently fucking stands, is also nowhere near as bad as when he signed up and the bullshit that he signed up for. I guarantee you, I guarantee you, he was looking at longevity and not money. And he didn't expect to go crazy in two thousand three. He wanted a career. He didn't want a hit record. So he was negotiating and probably negotiated this himself. To have as long a career as he could. Have you heard 2005 Kanye? Have you heard how crazy that motherfucker is? Dude, nowhere near as crazy as now. Nowhere near, but he's, he's not calling. He did not call himself the fucking new Moses. He, 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 when when graduation <laughs> was about to come out, he, the interviewer was like, "Hey man, like I'm excited about your new album. Like, can you tell us anything? Oh, it's gonna be the best album. What? Uh, what? Yeah, I made it. Okay, that's how it went. 2005. Yeah." That's that's an arrogant prick, like all these other motherfuckers that come out on the same fucking in the same industry, the rap industry. I'm the greatest. I rhyme greatest with well, you're the uh, lamest. I guess what I'm trying to say is Kanye has always been an attention whore. He's always been an attention whore. But what I'm trying to tell you is that it has nothing to do with one him setting up a, a career early mm-hmm. in his early in his youth and not realizing the consequences that that comes with. Like he like it. it because that is the mentality of somebody who grew up with nothing. I yeah. want to make millions for as long as I possibly can. 
And he did. He signed the contract. He's been on their label, on their record label, for 17 years. And part of that contract was him remaining active, writing, recording, and producing uh with and, and major label albums, he's been he's he's been fulfilling his fucking contract. However, he probably himself up until this point, huh? Up until this point, up until this point. But that's just it. That this is the mentality of a kid that grew up with nothing. I want mm-hmm. to make as much money for as long as possible. I, I, he 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 has the same mentality as us. We all know burnouts. We all yeah. know. The, the 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 ups and downs of the music industry. So what he did was he probably himself negotiated this contract to last as long as possible, so he could yeah. never be dropped. Yep. So yep. And uh, so he fucked him, over in that yeah, thing. he did. He fucked himself over, and that's what I'm trying to get at. Is like, dude, you did this. This was your contract. But but just a second ago, you were also saying that EMI probably scouted him as a vulnerable individual. Of like, course, you know dude. I mean? They go to kids that have nothing. But I guarantee you, we got people. We got people like some forty one who like got famous when they were like what nineteen. Yeah, <clears throat> and they got For scouted, like huh? For one song. Yeah, they got scouted at, at, at 19 years old. Their contract was for three three records. The records came, records went, they went. So, yeah. like I'm telling you, yeah, they catch them when they're vulnerable and when they're at their poorest. But this contract, this contract is the mentality of a kid that grew up with nothing. Make as much <sighs> as possible for as long as possible. Yeah, not thinking about what you're giving away. Yeah, so yeah, I don't know, he, man. Like, he, like he I fucked said, himself. I, I feel like, and like I said, to the Vegas point, he has a point. To no, the Vegas, to the Vegas of course, team. of course, in the most simplistic way of putting this, without adding nuance. Yes, he has a point. Yeah. However, the That's second awesome. the second we introduce any kind of critical thinking or any kind of nuance, it all goes away. Also, who the fuck is? How the fuck is he putting his life on the line? <laughs> but before before all that, DJ, what what do you have to say about this whole discussion me and Mustard are having over here? Like, chime in, bro. Resident black guy. Yeah. <laughs> Has nothing to do with you being black. We just want to hear your opinion. Oh, of course. Yeah. yeah. No, no, no. Like I said, I mean, Mustard's right in the most basic way, but that you know, but you have to change the entire music industry. You know, yeah. not just like one or two companies and. and <laughs> <laughs> Throw yeah, the whole and, thing up. Yeah, exactly. And that's not going to be happening anytime soon. I mean, well, I mean, it's more likely to happen because people can just go off on their own and become independent and become very successful than a lot of artists these days. Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, you know, nowadays, yeah. I mean, so we, so yeah, I mean, the music industry could change more towards more owning your own content and all that stuff because it's getting to the point more and more now. It's like you don't even need a big, big company to become no. a super huge or famous these days uh but yeah no like kanye yeah yeah he screwed he screwed himself over and uh he's trying to get out of his contract and uh it's possible i mean maybe that's part maybe that's part of the reason why he's so he's being so crazy these days like if i'm crazy enough maybe they'll drop he's like are you still selling records yeah nope you you ain't going nowhere (laughs) you keep being crazy we like this Wow. And, you know, and that, yeah, and that's and that's basically the conundrum. It's like, you know, Kanye West, I mean, his music is always hit and miss. You know, it's a taste whether you like it or you don't. But as long as you're selling records, dude, <laughs> you're not going to get out of your contract. 
And as long as he keeps going crazy, there's no such thing as bad publicity. So yeah, exactly. I mean, well, for some people, it can be bad. You know, it, it can be a backlash. But Kanye's like one of those. He's kind of like Chris Brown in a way. It's like, this, like no matter what he does, he'll sell. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it, and R. Kelly. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but like, what, 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 do you do you think I'm on, do you think I'm correct or incorrect by saying that this is the mentality of a kid that grew up with nothing? Oh so, yeah, 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 yeah. Like yeah, a lot of uh, a lot of kids, uh, you know, especially in this in this uh, that time in their lives, will, will make that mistake. And uh, and Mustard's right; it's shitty that uh, these companies will prey on them. But that's as I was saying, that's the music industry for like the very longest time. But yeah. now that things are changing, you know, we have YouTube, we have Spotify, we have iTunes. Like people can self promote SoundCloud, you know, mm-hmm. and it's, it, you know, like the individual can be their own company, <clears throat> and the music industry has to find a way to uh, compete with that. And it's like, because like uh, you know, even back in the, like like uh, the early '90s, like MC Hammer, uh huh, like when, when he uh, negotiated his contract. He saw the writing on the walls, like because uh, he's a kid who grew up with nothing. But unlike Kanye, Hammer was like, "Look, this contract will screw me. Like I could make the money you're offering me if I just promote myself." Because at that point, he was huge. I mean, people were mm-hmm. actually uh, knowing who he is. Like I can, I-, I can sell less records and make the same money as that, even if I sold twice as many records as what you're giving me. And and he renegotiate the contract and MC Hammer took care of himself. It's just too bad that he let everyone pretty much leech off of him and take all his money. But he did at least in the beginning have some good business sense and Kanye didn't. And when when it came to the, doing this contract. So you know that man's absolutely right. And you have to you have to have it right on the wall <clears throat> because contracts everyone needs to have at least some kind of illegal lease under their belt. <laughs> at least something. Watch some law and order or something. You got. You have to learn how to protect yourselves here when it comes to contracts. Because believe me, what he's got, there's way worse out there when it comes to the music industry. Mm-hmm. Yep. Far worse. Far worse. And and like I said, had, had they said had he said NCAA uh, college basketball, like I would have I would have been more inclined to be on his side and even defend him a little bit. But knowing but knowing that he knowing where he came from. Knowing that he grew up with nothing, knowing that that this was his ticket out of fucking where was he from Georgia or something, uh, knowing that you know he he did he did this contract to last as long as possible, uh, for as long as possible to make as much as possible, I don't see redemption here. I'm sorry. Was there ever? No, there was. <laughs> no, there was. <laughs> no, there was not, bro. For Kanye, there was. At one point, he was good. At one point, he did have support of many artists because he was a, a very driven force, and he was a very focused force when it comes to to, to 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 artistry. But that is true. Yeah, there, no, there there was there was a point where he was the top of the fucking the top of the totem pole for a reason. But now, now, no, there is none anymore. Like like he's he's lost his goddamn mind. He's, His mom died. He went crazy. Like, and I totally understand that. You know what I mean? That is something he should have taken some time off. And I don't. I don't think any fucking record label, no matter even Sony, no matter how evil they are, would have been like, "Nah, dude, go bury your mom and do a concert that same night." I don't think that's. I don't think that's. I don't think they could survive that kind of industry, you know, scrutinization. You know. Yeah. 
It happens all the time, my dude. I mean, shit. Uh, what's his name? One of my favorite rappers, Earl Sweatshirt, wrote a song about that. He's like, my grandma's in the hospital and shit, and they want me to. They 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 just keep calling me into the studio. Like, I, it sucks. Hmm. His grandma ended up dying, and he didn't see her once because he was too busy recording. Yeah, and. That sucks. So I mean, it does I mean, happen, man. I mean, it does yeah, happen. I'm not. I'm not saying it doesn't happen, but you know, it what sucks I'm, ass. What I'm saying is that there is a, there is there is a point. You know what I mean? Yeah. So. I feel like we spent too much time on this. Well, this is something worth talking about, especially the idea that he's trying to ship two <clears> industries <throat> that make black people a lot of fucking money as slave ships. Like I, I don't know. No, like, dude, you fucked yourself. Don't try to drag everybody else with you. Pretty much. So it's like, oh, DJ, <laughs> DJ signed up as a, as a rap artist, and now now I have to end DJ's contract. But I'm getting paid. I'm, I'm getting DJ. Money. I'm gonna need to see that contract at Universal. Wait, <laughs> wait, wait hold on. I gotta, like, we gotta end it. Record. No, we gotta end it. We have to end it. You're being you're being a slave. I just bought this Maserati. I gotta pay it off, bro. <laughs> so that's chains, shackles. <laughs> no, it's not. It, it, it really is. <laughs> so I'm fucking telling you, dude. So fuck Kanye West. Seriously. All I need is no, no. Shut up. Uh, Gorillas announced the Song Machine Live virtual broadcast. Ooh, cool. Uh, the cartoon band will release the first Song Machine album in October. Nice. They're still so good. Uh, the gorillas have announced Song Machine Live. <laughs> you hear, you hear that love? You hear that love now that we've moved on to something so fucking positive? <laughs> so good, I know. <laughs> that they are. that really day, good, Mustard's bro. heart grew three times. <laughs> I'm freeling. <laughs> gorillas have announced Song Machine Live, the, vir the virtual group's first performance in two years. Uh, airing December 12th and 13th. Uh, the tickets, uh, what? The three ticketed, oh, the three ticketed shows, that is so weirdly written, are a continuation of Gorilla's Song Machine video series and will be broadcast live across three different time zones via Live Now. Dude, fucking Rolling Stone literally hires the most, like, illiterate people to write for them. I swear to God, we always have problem with Rolling Fucking Stone, dude. Always, it's right? always them. Like, it's, it's not just me. Them, dude. Like, it's not no, just me. it's always Rolling Stone, bro. Every fucking time, it's always illiterate shit. Noodle, Murdoch, Russell, and 2D will be joined by the Damon Alburn uh, as they perform songs from their album Song Machine Season 1 Strange Times out October 23rd, as well as old favorites. A roster of guest artists have yet to be announced. Uh, Gorilla's most recent collaborated... Uh, what? No, stop. With the Cures, Robert Smith, and the Song Machine... They love you. Yeah. Strange Times. <laughs> They released five singles through the project, Momentary, Momentary Bliss, De Soleil, Aries, Friday 13th, and Pac-Man. You want to mute and I'll read it? Huh? You want to mute and I'll read it? <laughs> Just, uh, yeah, go, go ahead. There's only one paragraph. The full Strange Times release will include new collaborations with Beck. Oh, Elton John. Oh, uh, mm. I don't know how to pronounce that. Zach? 
Uh, six black. Slick. Six, yeah, slack. Six black. Slack. Black. I don't know. Slack. 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 Six slack. Uh, Lee John, Kano, and Roxani Arias. A deluxe edition will feature additional collaborations with St. Vincent, Earth Gang, Jonas Policewoman, Gold Link, Unknown Moral Orchestra, Moonchild Sonelli, JPEG Mafia, and Chai. The fuck are these people? The deluxe edition will also include previously released one-off single, How Far, featuring Skepta and late Afrobeat legend Tony Allen. All right, well... Cool. Okay, sorry, I had to, I don't know what the fuck got them riled up, they've been barking at everything today. So, that's really cool. I wonder how much the tickets are, did they say? No. No. Either way, song, the gorillas are incredible, Rolling Stone sucks. <laughs> mm. So, that's cool. Check it out, uh, I suggest it, I know Mustard will suggest it. DJ, where do you stand? Absolutely. All right. So Prince's unreleased I Need a Man from the Sign of the Times reissue. The singer offers the song to Bonnie Raitt before putting it back in his vault, which, which according to several people, he made a music video uh, personally for every song he ever wrote. And he never released them. He just stored them in his vaults. Cool. How I can believe that. Just how strange, you know? Yeah, exactly. That's why I could believe it. <laughs> just like, yeah. Didn't he also yeah. have like tens of thousands of songs that just never got yeah, released? Yeah, that never got released ever. So Prince's I Need a Man, which the late Icon wrote and recorded for an unrealized Bonnie Raitt collaboration, has been released for the first time as part of the massive Sign of the Times reissue. Originally recorded by Prince's Pre-Vanity 6 offshoot The Hookers in 1981, Prince revived the track as one of the four songs he offered to Raitt after seeing the singer perform in concert. This version of I Need a Man, recorded at Washington Avenue Warehouse on January 22, 1987, Feature Prince's live drums, synths, and guide vocals. So it's a backtrack. Hmm. Uh, Ray opted not to use the track, and Prince's I Need a Man was placed in the vault until its unveiling for the, for the reissue, which contains over 45 unreleased tracks from the era. At a December 25th release, uh, the reissue... God, I fucking hate the wrong stone. The Prince... Estate has also shared the similarly unreleased Cosmic Day, a 1981 version of I Could Never Take the Place of Your Man and an early take on Forever in My Life. I don't understand why fucking, you know... Um, dude, uh, what the fuck is that sentence? I don't know, dude. I don't know. Ahead of the... Uh, ahead of the... What is it? Ahead of the September 25th release of the issue... Of the. You what? see? Yeah. It's not just me. It's like ahead of the release of the reissue on September 25th. The, Much better That would have been way better, dude. Much Fuck better me. English. Uh, let's take a look at this. Okay. That's just going to go right into it then.
Oh god, it's looping. No, stop. Oh. Uh It's only 30 seconds, but I can tell you now, it sounds like Prince. Yep, without a doubt. Yeah, right. <laughs> Yep, that's Prince. No right. wonder, no wonder Bonnie Ray passed on it. She was like, "It sounds like you." I'm just, how the fuck am I going to put my spin on this? Ah, uh, so yeah, check that out. That was on Spotify. I don't know if it's a full song. Right? If or... somebody showed you this, I'm like, "Here, yeah, take a pass on it." Yeah, you Why? know. <laughs> just just hand it back. Fuck you. Here, get hey, away from me. I brought you this new song. It's really sexy. You're gonna love it, Prince. Please just stop talking in that voice to me, man. You can use your regular <laughs> voice. It's fine. No, you don't understand. It's going to be wonderful. It's sexy. It's beautiful. If I play the tape, will you go away? I can't make no promises. Go ahead and play the tape. I'm going to be right here. <laughs> Dude, it's kind of disturbing how well you do that. <laughs> do, you, do you have to stand no, so close? No, but literally, though, do you, you have to stand so close like, to me. You you know what? You're just fucking Prince. You're just being an asshole at this point. Here, take it. I don't want it, bro. Like like just imagine like walking over to the tape player and just him being like right next to you. Like you can feel his breath on your shoulder and you're just like, oh, God. <laughs> Do you have to be what? so close, bro? Do you have to be so close? I yeah. want to make sure you enjoy the experience. I'm just here to witness <laughs> Stop. <laughs> yeah, sir. I'll just just put it put it put it in. Put it there. Jesus Christ. <laughs> this is a Prince song. This is a Prince song. I can't do anything with this. I can't. Look, I appreciate the offer. Just take your shit. And... Jesus, you're still so close. All right, just go. <laughs> just go, bro. Thank you for stopping by. I'll talk to you soon. I'm going to go wait in your car. Don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> do you know you a weird car. fucking dude like that, though. He was a weird dude like that. Like, Charlie Ooh, Murphy talked about it all the time. Like yeah. Like, just leave, bro. Just leave. I'm going to go wait in your car, and I'm going to touch your hair when you get in it. Uh, what? <laughs> why do I hang out? Why do I hang out with this guy? <laughs> right? Like, oh, he makes money. <laughs> I can see, see Buster just standing in his apartment in New York in the 80s, holding a cassette tape, just going, why do I, why do I hang out with him? Why did why do I know him? <laughs> Why is he in my house? He's in my car. <laughs> <laughs> I go out to your car. You're like, you're like looking around your car, like, All right, I don't see it. I don't see any. I don't see any traces of purple. All right, you just feel the fucking brush in the back of your hair. Like, <sighs> I'm still here. Don't worry about it. Oh God! <laughs> oh man. Now, a lot of people think that the Charlie Murphy segments were like exaggerated for they're the show, not, but they weren't. They're not, they're no. not at all. Like hear. Dave Chappelle literally got drunk with Charlie Murphy so much, and Charlie Murphy told him about so many things that he said, "Fuck it, dude, we'll make this." A we'll, we'll, yeah, we're making you a segment on, on the my show. show. <laughs> Have some pancakes, bitches. <laughs> Game, bitches. <laughs> Why can I? Why can't I do that so well? What the fuck? And then he I, made I, his pancakes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, God damn it! <laughs> All right, so let's let's finish this up. Louis Armstrong's 1948 made trumpet heads to auction. The Selmer the Selmer Model 19 
balanced auction medium bore trumpet. Okay, hold on. There's yep. there, sh there should be a comma right fucking there. The Selmer Model Nine balanced action medium bore trumpet heads to Christie's auction on October fourteenth, and I hope this is going to a good cause because Louis Armstrong would have wanted it to go to a good cause. Um, one of Louis Armstrong's trumpets, yes, we know that. Uh, we know that too. Um, is estimated to reach bids between sixty and eighty thousand dollars when it goes on sale. That's it. That's it. All right, mustard. Sell one of DJ's kidneys. We're gonna go get this. Ah, dude, I'll just sell one of his uh, thousands, thousand year serums. It's fine. Yeah, we're gonna go get this. Louis deserves more than that. According to Christie's, in 1953, Louis presented the trumpet to his friends Abe and Francis Donis, oldest son Duke. You see what I mean about this fucking English? Uh huh. It's like if somebody, it's like somebody who wrote this in English wasn't their first language. Uh. His habit was to use the horn for about five years and give it away. The family friendship remained strong for decades, attested by signed photos. What? In the family collection. To mark the instrument's return to Armstrong's birth state in New York, the jazz legend uh, gave the trumpet to the L.A.-based Don and family. Part of the, a pair of jazz musicians uh, played the trumpet on the steps of Louis Armstrong's house museum in Corona, New York, uh, his one-time home. So really? let's see. <clears throat> so sorry, like so. There's it's it's just it's just a personal auction. There, it's not going to charity or anything else. So it's just I'm broken. I need money. It looks like it. Yeah. Um, that sucks. That's a piece of history that's just going to be transferred to another private owner. So. Uh, cool that we have that we still have these lying around that they're still around and that Louis' uh, legacy continues. What do you guys think? After seeing him in uh, Bill and Ted face music, I'm kind of mad. Right? Doesn't this anger you just a little bit? A little bit more than it would, yeah. Yeah, than it should. <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty much. Normally, yeah. I'd be like, yeah, oh well, but uh, just seeing that like cool ass dude in the movie, I was like, ah, man. Yeah, because he really was a chill cat. Really was. He really was. They tried several times to make him like the center figure of like several civil rights movements, and he always declined. He was like, "There's some. There should be somebody better than me doing it," and I and I appreciate that. Um, he never moved from his house. No, he had several houses. But then again, but then again, he he was like he he was one of those people that kind of became famous after they died, more than likely, right? Or, no, or no, 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 no. He was giant. He was giant when he was alive. Um, oh, okay. It's just that he was never Carnegie Hall giant. He was like the entire town of Salem, Mississippi would come to this one bar just to see him play famous. Oh, all right, all right, all right. All right. I feel you. So let's uh, finish that up and wrap this bitch up. DJ, rev it up. Tell him about the Patreon. Oh, yes, the Patreon. That's right. For just if you give us money, you can. Actually, help us out at patreon.com forward slash VT Network. You can give us money directly. And for that, but you will not get something for nothing. We have your back. For just $1 per month for the first blood tier, you have the name of your choosing at, at, in the credits of every episode. So you want to be a producer, have that look good on your resume? Bam, $1 per month, you can rock that. However, that's not enough for you. <laughs> for $3 per month, you can do the U, UAV tier, which you have the previous perk. 
as as well as access to the post show that releases every Wednesday and access to Munster's Music Minute. But of course, if you want to go for the maximum of giving us money, yeah. and we certainly do need it in these trying and uncertain times. Unprecedented. Up- <laughs> you'll be upgraded to the airstrike tier. And for that, you'll have the previous perks as well as access to the monthly movie roast. You'll have your name read out loud at the end of every episode. You'll get stickers each month and a giveaway every three months. That's patreon.com forward slash VT Network. And now Deadman will tell you about the merchandise. Deadman? Yes, I will. Hold on. I, I, gotta, I gotta swing this bitch back around. Hold on. I gotta... Yeah. yeah. Way to be this on the ball. heavy, man. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> We have our giveaway coming up October 20th, so please, please, please sign up before then. Our stickers have already been designed and ordered. Mustard uh, pretty much designed this month's sticker. I just took the design that he did and made it just slightly better. Um, I, st- I still think it's fucking sick. Mustard's seen the, d- the design. What did you think, Mustard? I liked it. Yeah, yeah, I liked it. And uh, I'm going to keep trying mine. We'll see. Yeah. So, uh Anyways, we do have a shop, vtnetwork.redbubble.com, where we have eight designs right now. That's as many patrons as we have, including the newest one, which is the VTN 70s Funk logo. And I love this fucking design. I really do. It's transparent, and it comes on so much stuff. 67 total products, including baseball sleeves, classic tees, lightweight hoodies, lightweight sweatshirts, tank tops, racerback tank tops. I have no idea what that is. But it's cool. Uh, VT- <laughs> V-neck sweaters, laptop skins, iPhone cases, Samsung cases, framed metal prints, uh, postcards, acrylic blocks, which is still kind of cool. It's a paperweight you can take up, you can pick up and assault someone with. Uh, duvets, comforters, <laughs> pillows. <laughs> Gotta mention the pillows, or or oh. DJ hurt someone. Yes. <laughs> Some Kanye said for now. I even put it on the duffel bag. Have you guys seen this? This is so neat. Look at this. Dang, that's... That's huge. Isn't that cool? That is actually pretty neat. Yeah, I thought so. Uh, You want to play right on the walls. A little bit, right? There's a big bit of a Bob Dylan thing going on. Uh, But anyways, we have aprons. We have... Uh, tote bags. We even have masks so you can rep us on your face in public. Yeah. And water bottles. So go ahead and check it out. Uh, the prices I think are really low because we've honestly, we don't, honestly, we don't care about making money. We just want you to represent our, our, our shit. That's essentially all it boils down to is that we don't really care about the money. The money we just rather have our name out there. So once again, go to vtnetwork.redbubble.com, and I'm, I'm actually looking to go ahead and get a, a, a discount code for our patrons. So uh, we'll be looking. I'll be looking into that very soon. Mustard, tell them how to talk to us. Social media, <clears throat> Twitter, VT Network number two. Instagram, VT Network number two. Facebook, VT Network number two. Email, 
BT Network 84 at gmail.com. That's it. You're stream, you moron. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, I, I stream on Twitch, Colonel Mustard. Uh, Twitch.tv slash Colonel Mustard, the first L's and I. Yes. We're playing Alan Wake right now. It's fun. A lot of memories come back from that one. <laughs> yep. Uh, all right. So I want to say thank you very much to Paul Schroer. Thank you to the Magic Scroll Network for keeping us on. Uh, thanks to BJ Robbins, who I talked to yesterday, who still listens and is a fan of the show. So love you, Bubba. And also a huge, gigantic thank you to our patrons this month, which is Lofus, hi, baby, the Grave Robber, the Raging Caucasian, the Marshmallow herself, Miss Faith, Anthony, Monsieur Double Down, Cheyenne, and Carol. Thank you guys so, so much. Your stickers should be there fairly soon. And I think that about does it. We're going to head out of here and go to the post show. So say goodnight, DJ. Good night, DJ. Hey, everybody. It's me, Ernie Bentley from Games and Stuff with Ernie Bentley. You might know me from the podcast, Pointless Discussions, but now I left those losers and I've got my own video game streaming called Games and Stuff with Ernie Bentley. That's me, Ernie Bentley. So come watch me as I try to play video games and I get a little worked up sometimes, but it's cool, it's cool, it's cool. So come on out, guys. Yeah, it's on the Magic Squirrel Network on Facebook. Just head on over to the Facebook and you just click on the thing and you like and you follow Magic Squirrel Network. And then when I play my games, it shows you. I'm pretty sure that's how it works. That's how the, the people here, my, my nephew, he told me, I don't know. He's kind of stupid. Anyways, head on over to Magic Squirrel Network and watch games and stuff with Ernie Bentley. That's me, Ernie Bentley.